You. Can we sing that song? Holy God. Holy God. I worship you. Can you put a song on the screen? Holy God. I bless your name. For you are God of by yourself. You are God said, you are God of
Precept upon precept, let your kingdom come, let your will be manifested in our midst, in Jesus' precious name, amen. Hallelujah. Tonight we're continuing probably, it's very likely we might try to finish up uh, our teachings on spiritual fertilizer and that relates to how the the qualities or the ingredients of a fruitful Christian. Amen? Yeah. The Bible already says in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3, that we are the planting of the Lord, trees of righteousness. Tell somebody, I'm a tree. Now, so God likens the, the believer not to a shrub, but he likens the believer to being a tree. Amen? And trees are supposed to be bearing fruit. Uh, you, know, you know a tree by its fruits, not by its leaves. And Jesus said, by their fruit, you shall know them. Now, Jesus said in John 15, 16, that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Amen? Sarah, are you here with me? Or you are reading something on your phone? Okay. 
Hallelujah. And so, it's important that we, we learn what, it will, what will help us to become spiritually fruitful. Sometimes you see trees, and if the trees don't have manure around it, they don't do well. But the trees that are properly manured, you put fertilizer around them, you, you fork around it and go for aeration. It helps the tree to grow well. Likewise, in our Christian lives, God wants us to grow well and bear fruits. Amen. And so, Peter being the chief apostle, um, came up with certain ingredients that will help us to become spiritually fruitful. So in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number, let's start from verse number 1, just to work it out to verse number 9. Simon Peter, a bond servant, an apostle of Jesus Christ, that means, where the apostle means a saint one, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you, I like in the King James, the pure King James, through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means that the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ causes you to work in grace. Your grace and the peace you enjoy is manifested by the quantity or the quality of knowledge you have about God. That's why in Isaiah 26, 3, it says, that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. Your knowledge. When you know somebody, it helps you be able to know, relate to the person well and believe in the person well. So grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. So it means that your peace will be multiplied and grace will be multiplied unto you because of your knowledge of God. May grace be multiplied to you. Amen. And may peace be multiplied to you. Amen. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So God's divine power has given unto us whatever we need for this life. And for whatever we need to be able to work in godliness. And this we get through again the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Amen. So tell someone, I've been called unto glory. And virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. We've been given great and precious promises that by these promises we might become the partakers of the divine nature. So, what helps us to become partakers of God's nature is the precious promises. Amen. Having escaped the corruption that is the world through us. Verse number five. And beside this, so beside all that he has said, and is a conjunction linking the fact that grace and peace be multiplied on truth through the knowledge of, our, of, our, of God and all those things, we say, beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. So it means that there must be diligence. So I say diligence. And I told you that diligence is what? Hard work. And that we must be diligent in number one, in prayer, diligence in. Bible study and diligent in what? Preaching of the gospel. And then you have to be diligent in various areas of your life. Amen? Every area of your life, you have to be diligent. You have to be hard working. Because if you don't work hard, you know, you have a hard life. 
<laughs> so, so to avoid a hard life, be, be, you know, if you don't study well, and you're going to write exams, you sweat to fail. But when you study well, you, you just enjoy, you'll be passing, and the passing is just be flowing like that. Amen? So besides this giving all diligence, add to your faith. Now, faith is a foundation of the Christian life. So we say faith is a foundation. Faith. Every building, when you are building, you need to have a foundation. So faith is a foundation. But the foundation is not enough. Right now, as we did this building, we did a foundation. But then, without a roof, then we'll be beaten by the rains and the sunshine. So we have to build other things. So besides... Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Now remember we said that in Hebrews eleven six, without faith it's impossible to what? To please God. So everybody must have faith and faith towards God. Amen? That is what saves you. In Ephesians 2, 8 says that we are saved by grace through faith. So we are saved by what? Grace through faith. Okay. Now, add to your faith virtue. Someone say virtue. virtue. The word virtue comes from the Greek word harate, A-R-A-T-E, with an accent circumflex on the second A, but no, don't worry about that. And it, it means, the word virtue means excellence. Is that right? Excellence of character, excellence, moral quality. Someone say quality. So, what he's trying to say is that add to your faith, virtue means add to your faith, excellence in whatever you are doing. Excellence in your singing, excellence as a student, excellence as a, as a, a wife, excellence as a husband, excellence. Somebody say excellence. Yeah, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge amen so we said that out your faith virtue what did we say about virtue quality of what excellence having moral excellence amen so be virtuous and then add to when you are when you have virtue no and then add to virtue add to virtue what knowledge and here we say that you got to be knowledgeable amen yeah knowledgeable have the knowledge of God and know other things second peter 3:18 says that but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So grow in grace. That's what they grow in grace. But you don't only grow in grace, but you must also grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory now and forevermore. That means that you must invest in spiritual resources for growth. Amen? Yeah. When you go to school, you want to do well, you have to invest in the materials that will help you to do well. Amen. Yeah. If you, want to, if you want to be more musical, it means that you have to invest into whatever it takes you to become more musical. So what, in whatever area that you're operating in, 
You've got to learn some more things. Thankfully, by the grace of God, now on the internet, there are many ways to be able to learn. Use the internet to learn good things, not bad things. Amen? You can learn many things. You can learn how to braid hair from internet. You can learn how to cook. You can learn many things you can learn. So, whatever that you are doing, make sure that you are adding, you have knowledge about it. Amen? Yeah, add to knowledge. That means that spend time, invest in material, read, read Christian literature, good books. Amen? Read very good books. When you read a good, good books, it will open up your mind. There will be certain sentences and certain phrases that will come to add to your knowledge. And as you are reading the books of anointed men and women of God, they, they anointed on them, which is in their materials, will jump onto you. And you become different as you are watching their films. Everybody in this church, you must have the podcast. You must have my pod, podcast. And be listening to the message on a daily basis. I know one of our brothers, every time he has a message is on. Every time I say, you must have it in your cars. You must have it said that when you go to toilet, you are playing it. When you are bathing, you are playing it. Because these are times, I mean like your spare times, as you are there, you, you keep soaking. When you are, you are walking, taking a walk, you are soaking in the scriptures. You are soaking, you are just listening. And as you are listening, the more you listen, you, the more that the word enters into you and you become transformed. Amen? And so invest in material, whatever it takes, Invest in materials. When we were growing up, sometimes all those days, all we had was a magazine from Kenneth Copeland or Kenneth Hagin. And then you beg your friend to go and photocopy it. Now they are talking about now we're in the kakrakra. You'll be eating the word, eating the revelation, small, small revelation. But you, there's so much. And so it is important that, listen, if you can, let me tell you this. You can become a Christian five years, ten years, and you still be a baby. If you don't make the effort to grow up. By the time you are six months in Christ, you should know how to cast out demons. If you are not casting out demons, there's something wrong with you. If you are not, it's true. But the Bible says that these signs shall follow them that would believe. In my name they shall. Yeah. He didn't say you will go to Bible school. He didn't say you shall graduate from this. The moment you get born again, the moment you get born again, these are the qualities. You have you to speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, there's something wrong. You say, Pastor, what are you saying? It means you must make yourself. Bible says desire spiritual gifts. You must, you must desire that the things... You have, you have entered into a spiritual life and so the things that pertain to the spiritual life, you must gain them. Don't try to just gain some physical things. Be overly interested in physical things. It's important. We, 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 we live in a physical body. But make sure that you are gaining eternal things, spiritual things. They will help you. Amen. So you should be able to Pray in the spirit. Pray in tongues. You should be able to. Everybody by six months latest. I mean, it's, it's even too much. Because the moment you get born again, you must share your faith. Two weeks, three weeks, you should be able to go out and tell others about Jesus. 
If you are not preaching the gospel, if you do not know how to preach the gospel, why wait? You, you are not a serious Christian. If you cannot preach the gospel to somebody, and if the, from the beginning of the year up to now, you haven't been able to preach the gospel to certain people, you are not a serious Christian. You are not a serious Christian. You don't even know God. You don't know God. You are just coming and you come and receive blessing, blessing, blessing. And if you don't know God, desire to know God. That's why we are having this lesson. Amen. Amen. And what I'm saying, I'm not saying this to denigrate anybody. I'm not out to put anybody that I want to. It's just to encourage you to rise up and become better. Amen. Amen. So don't go and say, when, when the church yeah, pastor is telling us that we, if we can't do this and this and this and that, no. You should be able to have a friend or two friends. He said, we are studying a book of Colossians, book of Ephesians. You quote, I quote, you quote, I quote, you quote, I quote. Then when you get stuck, you know that you don't know all. You, know, you must have friends that encourage you to do well in Christianity. You must read books. Books every week. You must be reading a book. Quarter, quarter, one book in two weeks. You should read books. That is how you grow in your Christian life. That's how you do well. I don't know. You just be watching people, and every time you say, Hey, this man of God, that man of God, you can, you can also be like them. Amen. May you become a great man of God Amen. and a great woman of God Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are we doing fine? Okay, let's continue. We are selling. So, have knowledge. Tell your friend, have knowledge. Say, develop knowledge. Amen. Every giant in the kingdom is a book addict. You must have books, good Christian books you are reading. In Daniel 9, 2, Daniel said, I understood by books. I understood. So, it means that Daniel didn't just get everything by revelation. But by books, someone say by books. So these days I'll be asking you, what, what book are you reading? Eh? If you need a book to read, come and see me. I'll give you good books. Yeah. I'll be your library. I'll supply you with books. Eh? But when I give you, please bring them back. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Understood by books. Leaders are readers and readers are leaders. If you don't read, you can't lead. And if you are a leader, any group leader here must read. Every leader must read. If you don't read, you will see how hopeless you are. It's true. If you don't read, you will get into a situation, very embarrassing situations. And sometimes, you see, if you don't read, if you don't learn, when people are talking, you see that you are an ignoramus. You don't know anything. And the moment you realize that you don't know anything, you better start learning. Amen. And if you lead a group where the group members, some of the guys are learning, they are reading, and you the leader, you don't know. You now you say when you talk. Listen, your strength is in your knowledge. That's why they're saying that knowledge is what? Power. Amen. And if we are going to be pastoring people and getting various kinds of people, qualities of people, different categories of people to come. And these uh, people are going to school. Are you getting me? Doing first degree is becoming like O-level. First degree, second degree, 
double masters, PhD, whatever, then you, you, you must have information. <laughs> Amen. You're going to become a storyteller. Mm. Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed because of what? Lack of knowledge. And because that has rejected, watch this. I want to show you this. A lot of times, we, we quote the first part, but we don't quote the second part. Watch it, watch it. Read with me. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also what? So your, your rejecting of knowledge will cause God to reject you. Hmm? Yeah. I will also reject you that you shall be no priest unto me. Meanwhile, Bible says we have been made priests and kings unto God. So it means that a priest, yeah, Revelation 1, 5 and 6, you, you are a priest. So a priest must be knowledgeable. So if you are not knowledgeable, then you shall be rejected. Because you are an ignorant priest. An ignorant priest cannot be there to lead people. Am I, am I staring up some motivations over this heart? Yeah. The truth is that some of you, when they ask you certain Christian questions, simple things you will not know. When there's some people parade that they said they were pastors or something, they're going for conference somewhere, and they got to the airport. The morning, what's in Israel somewhere? They got to the airport, and then they started asking them questions from the Bible. So if they ask you, what you what's your faith? Say, I'm a Christian. Which type of Christian? I'm a charismatic. Say, hey, okay. Then they start asking you certain biblical questions. And here you are, you don't know. Hello? Hi. Okay. So add to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge what? Knowledge what? Temperance. And I said temperance means self-control. To be tempered. When we say somebody is tempered, it means that the, the, the person has got control. Is that right? Tempered. You must be self-controlled. Self-controlled. That means that not somebody control. You must control yourself. You must learn to control yourself. Some people, when they get angry, nobody can. When they get angry, they must break all the glasses in the house. Anything, bang it up. It's craziness. It's foolishness and craziness. Small anger that you have become, you want to spoil everything. Because I'm angry. And then the whites now have come up with something that when you, when you touch that things, then the, you, you diffuse the anger out of you. And it's because of the lack of the, 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 the absence of the operation of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen. Yeah. So you must be self-controlled in your words. I told you that it's not everything we say. You may even know something, but what you know about people and what you know about situation, you don't talk. It's not every time we have to talk. Amen? Amen. You must know what to say to who at what time. Be self-controlled in your words. Because your words are like kapok. What we put in the, we used to put the pillow. When you throw it out, you cannot collect all. So there are things that when you can say about somebody or about a situation that after you've regretted it, you can say, I'm sorry, but you, have not, you, have not, you still haven't been able to save, salvage a situation. So don't get up and then follow your feeling. I feel like uh, something is bubbling in my heart. You know, 
That's why you're a Christian. Amen. And then you go to a workplace, maybe your boss instructs you or something. Sometimes your boss may be older, uh, younger than you. He will say something, say, hey, if you do, so I will beat you. And I'll leave your work for you. And you've forgotten that next time when you're looking for another job, they ask for every. Where, did you, where are you coming from? Where was your last place of work? Get, get a reference from there. And here, yeah, you can't go there. You can't go there because you threatened the person. And you, 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 yeah. You are even insulted the person. What can't make be? Yeah. It's, it's, it's because of your, this, you have none, you have no length to control your thing. So, he said, I'm sharing this because you see, sometimes you can be a Christian, then they will pray for you and nothing is happening because you are breaking God's fundamental laws. And you are even doing things that introduces curses. And the reason why some people, even when you pray for them, there's no change is because you have done something that tempers with the word of God. And because you have tempered with the word of God, God cannot do anything against himself. Unless you change. Because you have introduced a curse onto yourself. Are you following me? Yeah. So, be self-controlled in your words. Be self-controlled also in your what? In your appetite. Appetite. How you eat. The appetite also. And then be self-controlled in your emotions, attitudes. Anger. Appetite also has to do not only with food, but our desires, sexual desires. At a point, in the, listen, at a certain age, you will have feelings. If you don't have the feeling, then there's a problem with you. And even when you are married, you will still see somebody who looks strikingly beautiful or handsome. And has certain features that look something and attractive, probably even more than yours, your husband or your wife. The fact that <laughs> you are married doesn't mean you are not going to. You will say some human beings say, hey, Nami Abode. <laughs> the creation of God. I tell you. Nami yeah. Abode who look and say, oh Lord, you are wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because they say, iron pass iron. Man pass man. So you see that somebody will pass your husband, somebody will pass your wife, but in your mind you must know that he's the best. She's the, yeah. the best. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Even sometimes, even in church, you, you even can go and see, Charlie, some man of God preaches power by your pastor, so your pastor. That's there's some woman being challenged. She, the way she does her things, it looks like she'll be a better mother, but your mother is still your mother. Right. Where did you come from? Huh? You must know yeah. that your mother is your mother. Right. And your father is your father. Right. But there's somebody who looks more handsome than your father, looks more prosperous than your father, look whatever. But what the looks is not what it is. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So, add, add to knowledge what? Temperance. Someone say temperance. Temperance means what? Self-control. And sometimes you feel like sleeping, but you've got to get up. Hey, self-control. That time Saturday, the whole day, we're having activities, this, that, that, that. And then I should get you home. You are tired. I remember last Saturday. Oh, my. And I, 
And usually I've prepared my message for the week, whatever. But still Saturday night, you want to make sure that you are tying the knots and everything. And that's why there, the Holy Ghost is bringing some revelations and other things. And you want to make sure that you, you, you dish out good meal to your congregation. And that's about the time you are going to, you are tired. 1 a.m. or something, or probably 2. And in the morning, service starts at 6.30. And I come here before most of you come here. So it means there must be what? Self-control. In their sleep. We all like sleep, oh. <laughs> you know, but you have to force. That's somebody force. And this year, forced to do good things. I said, forced to do more things for the Lord. No, you, you cannot do much for the Lord, though, if you do not force. You have to force, push, press on. Tell somebody, please call me. Don't even let, tell one person to tell about three people. Because if you tell one person, the person can sleep. And tell somebody, Charlie, monitor me. Eh? Be, monitor me. If you see that I am straying away, please help me to get on course. Amen. Yeah. When I wanted to become a serious Christian, that's what I did. I made myself accountable to friends who were serious Christians. Because if you are not accountable to anybody, you will just live a, a loose life. But when you are accountable, it helps you to be able to get on course. May you get on course. In the name of Jesus. I will learn something here. Okay. I think I told you the story of the tortoise. So may you stay focused. Amen. 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 The tortoise and the dog were running. The tortoise went to put some bones in the way of the dog. And so the dog was distracted. And it, every time he sees the bones, he starts eating the bones. At the end of the day, the tortoise outran the, the, the dog. And sometimes you find out that for many of us, we allow many things to outrun us. Sorry, to... to uh, to affect our focus. But may we, may, we, may we not be affected negatively. Amen? And may we not let worldly things also distract us. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 16, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17, the Bible says here, love not the world. Can, can we read it together? Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. If the love of the Father is not in him. So now, what is in the world? Does it mean we should dislike this world we are in? So he's going to tell us what we should do. For all that is in the world. What are the things that are in the world? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now remember that the Bible said the devil is the God of the world system. So these things are being influenced or governed by the devil. And, but he says, and the world passes away and the last thereof. But he that does the will of God abides forever. May you abide forever. Amen. Amen. Okay, now let's continue our teaching. Back to Peter, First Peter. No, go back, verse 6. And to knowledge what? Temperance and to temperance, patience and to patience, and to patience, what godliness and to godliness, brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, charity that is love. Then, verse 8 If these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful 
in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it means that what is it that will stop the barrenness and make you fruitful? When these things, what are the, these things? Giving all diligence, having what? Faith. Number two, virtue. Number three, knowledge. Number four, temperance. Number five, number six, number seven, and number eight. Okay, so you realize that this, now, there are actually seven, but the seven, you inculcate them into your life by what? Diligence. That's why he said, giving all diligence add to your faith. So faith is number one. Two is what? Virtue. Three is knowledge. Four is temperance. Five is patience. Six is seven. No, 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 no. Brother kindness and then charity. Okay. Good. And he said, if this is being you, you shall not be barren, but you, you'll be fruitful. Amen. So we are learning how we will inculcate these things into our lives. And we've learned all the way up to temperance. So the next one is patience. Somebody say patience. patience. Who is called patience here? Okay, none of them came around. Patience or parts. They say parts. Okay. <laughs> Where patience in this context here, in this scripture, the, the, the word patience here is talking about perseverance. It's talking about endurance. So patience is the ability to endure delay and annoyance. <laughs> patience is the ability to endure ability to endure delay and what? Annoyance. In fact, is ability to endure pain, delay, and annoyance. Pain, delay, and annoyance. So you must have the ability to go through pain. You know, in, in relationship, you see sometimes people are going through all kinds of things. They say, abotre, patience. So the patience, pa the patience, you see, your patience helps you to be able to climb a tree. That's perseverance. Somebody say perseverance. That means that, oh, and it's talking about endurance. Every athlete must have endurance. Eh? Athletes win by what? Endurance. And endurance will take time. Endurance puts certain qualities in you. Amen. So, developing patience is one of the essential lessons in the school of the spirit. Ability to bear with discomfort for long. Patience is what? Ability to bear, ability to bear with discomfort for long. Somebody say, media, 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 come bear this. No, it's one of the qualities of a Christian that you have to learn to bear long with what? Discomfort. Yeah, bear long with discomfort. Sometimes, naturally, at a certain age, you feel like, oh, I should have been, I should have married. But everything has not been put in place. And you bear 
with long with that discomfort. So you do not jump to go and get yourself pregnant or go and impregnate people. Are you getting me? Yeah. You see, fornication is a result of lack of patience. Because you cannot delay the gratification. But patience is the ability to delay your gratification for your exaltation tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to learn how to delay it. Why, why do people steal? Because they want quick money. Quick money. And because of that, what others have, they must get it. And so they bring themselves under a curse. As we, we learned last Sunday, those of you who are not in church last Sunday, make sure you get a message. If you've been listening to it, get it. It's very, very important. I think it's one of the most important messages I've preached. Amen. Yeah. Because if you can avoid a curse, you walk in blessings. And when you walk in blessings, things will work for you. Amen. Okay. So, if you look at John the Baptist, Luke chapter 1 verse 80. Bible says, and the child grew and walked strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. Amen. John grew, but he still waited for the right time. He walked strong, but he still waited in the desert for the right time. There are many people who cannot wait for their showing forth. You have to learn to wait. Learn to be, learn to be a waiter. Amen. And press on, you see, if you don't go through the period of waiting and then you show yourself premature, you can die prematurely. Your gift can die prematurely. In the wisdom of God, God has decided that the human beings, being the most important of God's creatures, created in God's image, has viviparous form of reproduction. Other animals may have oviparous form of reproduction, but we have the viviparous form of reproduction where the baby is kept in the womb for nine months. So by the time the baby is coming out, you can even give birth to the baby. The baby will be lying there and the baby will survive. But other animals, when they lay the eggs, and then the egg now, fertilized egg, the leg egg now has to struggle to break forth and come out. It can be eaten by hawks and can be destroyed. So, the woman has to endure patience. Somebody say patience. patience. And patience is the ability to what? Endure pain. And what? Delay. Delay and annoyance. Yeah. You must go through the annoyance. When you're exercising, enduring pain, delay. You want the muscles to build up. Muscles don't build up overnight. Pain, delay, and annoyance. You do that thing say, ah, I've taken 10 kilos. Ah, 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 I can't see that this thing. Yeah. Where is the chest? The chest is not coming. Okay, say, yeah, I've done the thing. It's not coming. to come. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Patience. Patience. Someone say patience. patience. Yeah. The child grew. Do you know Jesus? Jesus was there and he prepared himself for 30 years and three and a half years he did ministry. Yeah. So do not be in a hurry to look successful. There are people who are in a hurry. I want to be seen as this. I want to have the people must see me. Do, do not try to exhibit yourself. 
The Bible says, in God's own time, he makes all things beautiful. May God make all things beautiful in your time. And in the time that he has ordained for you, in the precious name of Jesus. And God will make all things beautiful for you. You didn't hear me. I said, God will make all things beautiful for you. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, the Bible says, through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. Through what? Do not be slothful. That means don't, don't be lazy, but followers of them who through what? Faith and patience inherit the promise. So we do not just inherit the promise by faith, but we inherit it also what? By what? Patience. Faith is what God has said. But after God has said it, you need to have what? Patience. Amen. And in most workplaces, they will not make you, they may not give you certain significant positions till you have been there, you've been tested, you've gone through something, and you have learned to endure pain. Sometimes it may look like a certain position you, that should have been come to you was not given to you, was given to somebody else, and all those kind of things. But sometimes it is a test, God is testing you. And then after that, after you have passed that test, God comes up with some boom blessings. So it's a boom blessing. Yeah. And you do not cut short the period of patience where you have to endure some things. There was a time that, you know, a butterfly that was going through the period of metamorphosis. Somebody tried to, you know, cut it short. First, a butterfly starts with a, as an egg, then it moves to the larva stage, then the pupa stage, which is a cocoon stage, and then eventually it comes out as an adult, as an imago. Okay, now, as the butterfly was coming out of the cocoon, the cocoon shell, and trying to break for some... A little boy realized that this guy, the, 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 the butterfly was struggling so much, and so he decided to take a blade and slit the side of... of the enclosure so that it will come out easily. It came out quicker than usual. But then later you found out that in doing that part of the wings had been slitted off. It's been cut. So there are things that when you say, I want to come out quickly. I want to be made this. I want to be made that. It will destroy you. And it will mar your future beauty. <laughs> Patience. Tell somebody, patience. patience. Say, endurance. endurance. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 10, silver verse 36, the Bible says that for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. You have need of what? Patience. That after, so it's not enough just to do the will of God. After you have done the will of God, after you have done what is right, you still have to be patient. You have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you will receive the promise. May you receive the promise. Yeah. After you have done the will of God, you receive the promise. Now what does patience do? Romans chapter 5 verse 3 and 4. He says, he was talking about things that we should not glory. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Maybe let's start from verse number one to get you a better understanding. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. By whom 
That means by Jesus also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Then he says, so we rejoice in what? In hope of the glory of God. But not only so, but we also glory in what? Tribulation. The word tribulation is talking about what? Suffering. Somebody say, sufferings. Suffering. Say it again, sufferings. Suffering. Listen to me. Every Christian has four major appointments. The appointment you have is what? Sufferings. What again? You, there'll be losing. There'll be suffering. There'll be sacrifice. And there'll be dying. Except a corn of seed falls into the ground and dies. Listen, sometimes before God will use you or you become anything, you may, you may look like you have to be disgraced. So you come to church and say, why didn't you do? Are you reading the scripture? Why are you looking somewhere? He said, they have embarrassed me. I won't go to the church again. You see? Yeah. You are thinking, if you do not die to yourself, Jesus said, how can you please, how can you please God if you, want, you, you, you like the praise of men? If you like the praise of men, you can never please God. Are you listening to me? Yeah, if you like the praise of, God, of men, you can never please. No, there's no man of God. Check carefully. There's no woman of God. There's no body that God uses without God killing the person in a way. Something in you must die. You must get to a point that you know that Charlie, it's not you again. It's not your education. It's not your handsomeness. It's not your, your ability, your eloquence. It's not whatever. Something must die. You will lose something. You must lose. Not only do you lose, but you must suffer in losing. You must suffer. And you must sacrifice. And something must die in you. Yes. Die. You want to be a good wife? You must lose something. You lose your sleep. You lose the way you like to do some things. Sometimes you go and then say, the man say, come and cook. Say, well, I'm my, my father said, I don't cook like that. We must cook. Uh, I don't like to cook this kind of food. You don't like to cook. Do you want to stay happy in a marriage? Do you want to stay happy in a marriage? You better get up and cook. It's part of the thing. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody. Five in the evening. Then the white husband will send, I'll eat fufu with car and ah. And all, kind, all kinds of things. They, they describe that thing. Yeah. It takes losing. It takes suffering. It takes something dying you. If you're, 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 I mean, I'm a beautiful woman. Oh, you know, I don't want somebody said, I don't want to lose my independence. Yeah, you lose your independence. You want to, you, you want to marry and say you don't want to lose your independence. You lose your independence. You have to lose. If only you, you will be fruitful in the marriage and you will do well. At the workplace, you, you, they will disgrace you. They, will, they have to shout at you. And when they shout at you, you shouldn't be angry. Some of you, 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 you are shouted as small, then you are angry. Say, they have embarrassed me. Somebody even come and tell you, do you see the way they embarrass you? That's, what they, that's how they've been doing it. Small church you are in. At the workplace, when they embarrass you, do, do you run away? What a shock. You are full of yourself. Full of yourself. You are too important. Yeah, too important. Listen, the Bible says that God, Jesus Christ, left heaven. 
came onto the earth, took on the form of a, a servant. Whole creator took on the form of a servant. Was spat upon. Beaten by, the, the creator was beaten by the created. Disgrace. Put on the cross. That's the highest form of humiliation. Not worry anything. All his papers will show you. On the cross. For you and I. So what have you endured? What cross have you carried? Hello? No, I'm talking about doing well in Christianity. When you are in your group and your group leader rebukes you. Some of you, you do not want to be under anybody. It is only the, 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 the pastor who must command you. You should be commanded. In the, in the military, they are, yeah, the army commander may be there, but they are unit commanders. Amen. Amen. They are unit commanders. And whether you like it or not, the unit commander has been put there, and so once you are there, you must be under the person. If you're in the music ministry, you must be under the leader of the music ministry. If it's technical, you're under the technical. If it is traffic directing, you're under the person. Yeah. Maybe all of us may not like the president, but we are under him. You may be taller than him, but you are under him. You may be fairer than him. You are under, when you stand, with, with, with the, you are the one who will be seen. You will be looking bright and colored. And he may not be seen, but you are under him. Are we learning something here? Yeah. So it's very important. Very, very, very important. Learn. Tribulation, brother. Tribulation. Suffering. When we started ministry, my own classmates, my age group mates and co, and one of them was our leader. And this guy fasted as a time was weak. In, and I was the one, I was a school prefect too. But in the ministry, I was the one who had to be carrying his toilet. Through a compound house. It was, it was a compound house. Well, yeah, the compound. So I carried the toilet with all the colors. There's nothing covering the thing. I, I hold it. And nobody sees that toilet carrier has moving. Then I go and dump it in the toilet, wash it, and go. No, no, no gloves, nothing. Just wash it, da, 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 then another bunch, da, da, water. And then look some, some soap, and then go and put it there again. Rejoice. Yeah, with joy. Yeah, yeah. Who says you will suffer? You will suffer. Yeah, you will suffer. I remember preaching from private. Those old areas there, those Vedome areas there. And when you go, sometimes all you have, all you have, they, they have given you some, those they are Akmen. And the, the, the Ketar school boys itself, they have given you one or two that is inside the thing. And it has sand on it. That's what you say, it's suffering. And the contemporary, a few times that, sometimes they got a contour, the contemporary has become brown. Which they have, they pound in some whatever. Yes, they pound the contemporary so you can see the strands of the thing. Over there. And uh, we are eating with cassava. And the cassava has become brown. And where I come from, my cassava is sweet. But this cassava is bitter cassava. Yeah. Suffering. Talking about losing. Sleeping in rooms. Sleeping on tables. So some of you. You say, where, where is the mattress? Watch my dress. You are sleeping on tables with feces of mice. And crebin. You are lying in the midst of them. With mosquito in a mosquito infested room, you have been beaten by the rains. All your clothes are, are wet. So if you cover yourself with the cloth, you are going to feel cold. 
And if you remove the cloth, mosquitoes too are going to baptize you. I'm talking about losing. You see, when you see somebody doing ministry or, or getting on this thing, don't think that it's on a silver platter. Amen. Amen. So do not get up, make suggestions, commentate and behave. You have to learn to go to that. That's why Peter said what? Giving all diligence, put on what? Patience. That means ability to endure pain. What? What again? Delay. 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 And annoyance. People will annoy you. Don't you see people annoying me? You'll be there and they are insulting you. Meanwhile, we are not even classmates. And by the time I finish university, we are very small. But today, some of them have finished school too. Small. We are at the same level. And they will insult you. They will say, they will commentate. They say all kinds of things. They act like they know better. Their workplace, they know better. When they come to church, they know better. But you still have to humble yourself and endure annoyance. Patience. Because if you are not patient, you, you, you take a club and you hit everybody's head. Say, anybody say, or when you are going to preach, you know, I say, you. Out, you out, you out, uh, you, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you. One man, I think the owner of Sprinters, many years ago, when he has many people were worrying him, he said, "My made you, my made you easy. It's my work. I've sacked you." So when no, he doesn't want any stress. So when you come, he sees that you are doing me, me, me. You are talking to one or two people. They say, "Oh, bra, my made you, my." May you easy. It's my work. Go home. I'll sack you. Yeah. Oh, you, you are sacking people like that. So, so when the mom calls you, know, your heart is going because man made you man. May you easy. You know. But endure and your hardness. Tell somebody endure hardness. Well, if you want to give the Lord a hand, do it. Amen. Am I helping somebody here? Hallelujah. So, not only do we glory in tribulation, but also in what? Also, knowing that tribulation works what? Patience. So, suffering will make you become what? Patient. Become, you endure. Amen. Yeah. You see, most of our fathers and mothers, they stay together because of what? Endurance. It's true. Today, one, two, no, hey, me, I don't want anybody to come and worry me, oh. I'm leaving you. Uh, I want to leave you. Me and Pepe, maybe I'll be sure me so. And I'll be sure soon. I'll be sure soon. I'll be sure soon. I'll be sure soon. You have an overly high estimation of yourself. So you, you cannot settle down. You can't work at one place. Because everywhere you go, they rebuke you small. There's something small going on. The moment you are tickled in a way... In, 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 in a wrong way that you feel unhappy. Unhappiness quickly drives you away. Yeah. But you must learn to stay in a place where you are going through unhappiness. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. You, may be rebu- you may be rebuked, you may whatever, and all those things. But it is, it is still toughening up. That's right. Yeah. I had a friend who went to a military and he told me, he said, sometimes the intention will slap you. That's right. Especially for those who are training as officers. To see your response. Because as an officer, you are supposed, you have access to pistols and guns. You are the one to give command to people. So if you do not have self-control, and you do not have patience, so I think every officer must have this in them. Yeah. Because you, you straight away, and I remember this in there, yeah, you'll you be killing people by heart. Can you just imagine you have a pistol on you? Anybody who annoys you, 
Oh, go home. Hey, you, you have misbehaved. Go home. Oh, yeah, that's what they do in America. Yeah, road rage. Somebody gets up and says, Poe, he said, he deserves to die. He deserves to die. <laughs> yeah, because you are angry. What a shock. Yeah, Poe, Poe, Poe. That's why they're, they're killing themselves there. Like rats. Killing on a Poe, 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 Poe. You deserve to die. And then they shoot you. You know. So somebody say patience. Patience. Amen. Amen. Tell your friend, Charlie, be patient. And, and, and you see, when you are patient with time, you get the promises. Things will change. It's true. That bishop was saying, when he started ministry, he, he didn't go to school for long. You know, just probably primary school or something. And then he was living all kinds of life. God called him. You know, he was even on you know, drugs and all, smoking all kinds of things. That's why part of his fingers are bent. And so when he started ministry, his English language was not too good. And there some of the people who were not paying. But he was called of God, anointed of God, yet he had a deficiency. Every man of God is a pearl with a black spot on him. Amen? Yeah, he may, he may, he may be very decent, but he may probably lack some administrative argument. Somebody have strong administrative argument, but may lack some area, whatever. And that's the reason why you go around the person, not to look at the black spot to insult him, but you cover his black spot for him. You help him to deal with the black spot so that he becomes a better person and the ministry will go. That's what God takes you around. God doesn't take you around to go and judge a person. After the person knows that his English language is not working well. But he, he made one statement that there are people who are just talking about him. And it, so many people have left him. Oh. So many people have left the man. But he said there were those who were patient with him. And today he speaks good English. And today he goes for presidential balls and prayers. When Trump came, they invited him. White House. He's all over the place. I personally have seen him with a former U.S. ambassador following him like a little boy. And the Archbishop was going, the man was just following. God has made him something else. So those who looked down on him, and those who commentated in the church, and said all kinds of things, how has their life become? And sometimes God will plant you in a place, and there's a reason why he planted you in a place. But you fight the place, you fight the man, you fight the leader, you are not patient. And you don't give the place an opportunity to grow. And you see, sometimes you can plant a tree in a particular place, but you have to be patient with the tree. Because the tree might have been planted among rocks. Um, so it will need a little bit of working around and working around, a little bit of patience. But when you, you make the effort to treat the tree right, all of a sudden you see that the tree will blossom. And there's a reason why Sometimes God will plant some trees or let some trees be planted some because if the, those trees are not planted where they are, that they have to even struggle to rise up and bear. That means that the, that place will be treeless. Am I teaching something here? Yeah. So as we are here, maybe if probably our church were to be in some, some other community somewhere or some whatever and all those things, it, it would have been something different. But as we are here, we need to work hard, be patient, be prayerful, and be pressing on. That's it. 
<laughs> and patience brings about what? Experience. Can you do the word experience there? New King James. What's the word experience there? Character. Someone say character. You see, when you are patient, you build up what? Character. May you build up a good character. Amen. Are we learning something here? Yeah. James 1 4 says that may patience have its perfect work in you. Eh? There are people when they work at one place, you see, they want to, all of a sudden, they want to be like the, the CEO of the company. They want to drive the same car as the CEO drives. Eh? Learned of a certain gentleman, he was an apprentice at a workplace, and then they would let them go and do a job. At the end of the day, when the money's coming, the apprentice want them all to share the money about, you know, same proportion. And then you tell the other guys that we, 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 we work with him, we all did the work. Uh, we all did the work. And we even did more. He was, there. He was only talking and telling us, fix it, fix it, fix it. You, you know, you are learning. Then you say, monkey, they work. Baboon, they chop. But there's a time that monkey will become baboon. Amen. Yeah. There's a time that you do. So do not, when you see, you get to a workplace or there's an environment that certain people have certain kinds of privilege, your time will come. Then I just say, your time will come. Today, you are working somewhere, you, like you are helping and all those things. The time will come, you too become a madam. Amen. Your time will come, you become a madam. Your time will come, you become a CEO. Your time will come. So do not just be in a hurry and say, well, the time you have to go to, see some of you, you even have to go to places and say, don't pay me. I have just come to learn. Teach me how to do that. But most, most of our young people today, it's like anything we do, it must go with money. And that's the reason why, the truth is that, the reason why the lack of unemployment is because most people don't have the required skills to work in certain places. Are you getting me? But if you're a wise person, and if it wasn't this syndrome of money, 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 you could go and volunteer to work under certain people and learn their skills. Then you can start your own business or it now makes you marketable. But at the end of the day, you are looking at the world. I have to drive the same thing. Look at the kind of, this thing, the type of milk he's drinking, the type of drink he's drinking, the type of whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some guy used to play drums for us many years ago. Then, after that, he went to some other place, and then whether they were giving a drink, he said, say, yes, you am I a drink? Yeah. What a shock. Yeah, am I a drink? Meanwhile, he was even being paid. He said, am I a drink? No, no. When you see your pastor drink, drink, it doesn't mean you must also get a drink and drink. Yeah. Yeah. My pastor used to drink a lot of drink. And you see, sometimes, listen, unless you, you think the person is enjoying, but he's just compensating for his difficulties. <laughs> the drink he's drinking, he's not really enjoying it so much. It's a compensation. Yeah, it's a compensation. It's the difficulty. You have no idea. Amen. Are we learning something here? Yes. yes. Hallelujah. So when you see that you have put plenty of fish on your father's food, you don't go and don't jealous him. Because when they bring the bills, as, <laughs> as he's chewing the meat, he's just thinking, he's thinking, scientists has caught him. And he's thinking, amen. 
Let patience have its perfect work. Amen. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So patience must have what? It's perfect work. And when patience works on you, you become patient. You become what? Perfect and complete, lacking what? Nothing. May you be perfect and complete. Do not try to force and the privileges of your master. You say, I must have the same privileges. Let's quickly look at the next one. Add to, add to patience what? Godliness. You see, when you become patient, then now you are beginning to have what? You, become, you can now add godliness. Someone say godliness. So add to patience, godliness. Godliness means God-likeness. Someone say God-likeness. That means to look like God. So godliness means to look like God. In Ephesians 5.1, Paul said, Be imitators of me. Be ye followers of God as dear children. Be followers of God as what? Dear children. Some version says, be imitators. The word followers means imitators. That means that mimic God. Someone say mimic God. Yeah, mimicking God means that to, to, to when people see you, you, you just look like God. Amen. You know, the child of a dog is a dog. Is that not it? The child of a goat is a goat. So the child of God must have what? Godly character in you. So if you say you are a true Christian, then we must see godliness in you. That is why Peter said, add to your faith also what? Godliness. Someone say godliness. Now, what are some of the attributes of God? Number one, God is what? Holy. So you must also be what? Holy. And the Bible says that being holy, he said, follow peace and godliness without which no one can see God. So follow peace. Be somebody who is peaceful. Amen? Be somebody, not somebody who is always dividing people, always fighting, but follow peace and godliness without which no one can see God. Uh, sorry, and holiness. Also, holiness. Holiness. So if God is holy, you must be what? Holy. Amen. Remember, there's no trace of sin in God. Listen, any sin that is not renounced becomes pronounced. Write it. The sin that is not renounced becomes pronounced. So when there's a sin, anything that makes God uncomfortable, it's a sin. And you have to shun, shun it. Amen. Tell your friend, shun evil and embrace purity. Now, What's the next characteristic of God? God is thoughtful. Someone say thoughtful. Okay. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Saith who? The Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. It means that God has thought. That's what God has thought. Say it again. So to be godlike, to be godlike, or to be godly means what? To be thoughtful. That's what to be thoughtful. Yeah. And to be thoughtful means that you should be able to think. Someone say think. Yeah. Yeah. God gave us a mind to what? Think. In fact, the Bible says in Philippians four, hey, think about these things. Someone say think. Yeah. If you don't use your mind, people will not mind you. <laughs> you have to use your mind. Amen. The fact that you are Christian, you, born, you got born again, doesn't mean you sold your mind. That's why I would say, watch and pray. 
You have to use your mind. And the way your mind will work well is the information. Eh? Computer works by what? Input and output. If you put nothing in, if you put trash in, trash comes out. So a lot of us, our behavior is because of what we have put in. So if you put trash in, trash will come out. If you put virtue in, the word of God in, the word of God will come out. And that's the reason why I started talking about it's important to make sure that you have the word of God inside of you. Can I have an amen? Yeah. So be thoughtful. That's what it be thoughtful. Yeah. Be thoughtful. Thoughtful means that plan to do well in life. Third John 2. I wish above all things that you prosper. God doesn't want you to be poor. God wants you to be rich. It means that you have to add value to yourself. Add value to whatever you are doing. Hmm? If you sell gari and beans, your gari, some people, they have sold the same place, the same thing, the same um, rubber bowl. You have not added anything. Why? No upgrading. So sit down, think. Amen? Yeah, think. Think about how you do well in life. Failure is not spirituality. Amen. Yeah, failure. It, it doesn't give a good testimony. My prayer is that everyone, everybody here will drive new cars. Amen. You have good businesses. Amen. Yeah, good businesses that you are doing. Yeah, good businesses. When people are, and then you have workers under you. Amen. And when you tell your workers that I'm going to church, and they don't go to church, then they will be touched. Amen. Yeah. I have a friend in England. All his staff are whites. That's hard white. When he came to build a house here, he brought, he brought builders from Italy. Come and fix this. Builders from England. Come and fix the underground tank. Do all those things. Yes. Yeah. Builders. People come. come. <laughs> yeah. Excellence. Hallelujah. And that man never misses church service. Not even week, midweek service. His house in England every Tuesday Every Tuesday, they have special uh, Bible study and prayer. He's had every Tuesday without missing. He doesn't miss any church service. When he comes to Ghana, he doesn't miss. Can I have an amen? amen? Do you know that God works? Yeah. God is a worker, so you must be a worker. You must be a hard worker. Just be a hard worker. Amen. Yeah. Be a hard worker. God's a businessman. In Luke 2, 2 uh, 49. Jesus said he must be about his father's business. So you must have a business. Tell somebody, God is a businessman. Amen. Yeah. So be a business person. Hallelujah. So to be godly means to be God copy. So whatever God is, copy him. Hallelujah. God copy. When Satan began to give problems in heaven, what did God do? He sacked him from heaven. So when people also around you, they are in the church, they call, say, I've sucked you from my life. Suck you. Amen. The Bible says that get rid of a tail bearer, there will be, be peace. Number, the next one is brotherly kindness. Someone say brotherly kindness. Yeah. Brotherly kindness means to be kind, to have a, a loving disposition towards 
the brethren. Hallelujah. It means to do good to people. Amen. So learn to love people. Go on a hunt to find people who you can show love. Hallelujah. After, after service, especially on Sunday, go and buy some people some meat pie and sobolo. Take some people for lunch. Are you getting me? Yeah. Or give somebody, Charlie, get some 10 CDs B so that the person can go and buy some kenke and something. Is that right? Show, show kindness. Give a helping hand. Hallelujah. Yeah. And brotherly kindness also means that you too you can go and help somebody in the house. Clean the house. Weed. Do stuff for people. Amen. Yeah. When you are kind, it will make you fruitful. In Genesis 24, Rebecca was kind. Eh? She was kind to uh, Abraham's servants. Little did she know that the camels she was giving water to uh, belonged to her father-in-law to be. Yeah. So kindness will bring you into a certain place of blessing. Amen. And kindness, when you are kind, it opens the heart of people positively towards you. And when you are being kind to people, you are not being kind to them so that they themselves will do something for you. Just be kind and God will touch the hearts of people to, to bless you. I didn't have an amen. amen. Yeah. Be kind. Tell somebody to be kind. There was this lady who uh, was heavily pregnant and the husband was driving on the, on the highway and happened to see some uh, elderly woman who, who had been, was being beaten by the rain. The car, she was standing by her car. So she, he stopped and then tried to find out what was going on. And the, the woman had a, a challenge with a car tie and stuff like that. So helped the woman to uh, fix the car tie. And I said, oh, uh, how much are you going to charge? And probably that time he could have just given the woman, uh, uh, the woman could have just given him some $20 or something, max. You know, he said, no, I've been trained. We, we, I come from a home. You have to learn to do things for people. And then this woman drove. So as on the way, he checked in on a, a, a highway restaurant, the lady to uh, dry herself and eat something. Then she goes to meet this uh, lady who is pregnant. And the lady helped her to clean herself up, do everything. Are you listening to me? I'm saying something very important. Clean herself up, did everything. Then at the end of the day, uh, after serving her, she put in a check. She wrote a check of $10,000 and put it under and then wrote a note, take the balance but there's a check for you. And this was a woman who was due she, she, no clothing for the children. The husband was going around struggling. When the husband got home, when she got home, the, the man was there. And the man was looking at the skies, thinking, thinking, scientists, how do I get money to buy stuff for my wife? And then the woman comes and uh, he said, Look at what God has done today. Mighty breakthrough. The same woman that the man did good to. The kindness has gone around and come back to the family. So when we show kindness, 
it will go around and come back to us. Learn to have a kind heart, especially towards strangers. Amen. Amen. Those of us who don't like foreigners, change your mind. Amen. <laughs> you, you, you are only comfortable with the people you know. You are only comfortable with your tribe people. People who speak your language. You speak your chi. You speak your ever. You speak your adan. You speak your bully. You speak your bully. When you see bully person, you get excited. When you see a kusasi, you get excited. When you see somebody who is speaking a different language, you don't seem to like the person. You know, but show kindness to them. Amen. Yeah. One of my very close friends eh, is from Laura. Wow. Yeah. Laura, man. Sit and we talk, 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 talk. Close friend, close party, son, ever. When they speak the language, it's like speaking in tongues. But we are, we are close. Amen. So show kindness. Show kindness. Someone say, Kindness. kindness. Let there be brotherly kindness. In Proverbs 3, 27, Bible says, do not withhold good from them to whom it is due. Amen? When it is in the power of your hand to do it. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when it's in the power of your hand to do it, don't withhold good from them. Amen. Now, let me show you something. Maybe this scripture may help you and then I end with that. Job chapter, why you need to take care of the poor. Two scriptures, Psalm 40, verse 1 to 3, and then Job chapter 29, 6 to 10, 12 to 16. Hallelujah. Are you okay? Psalm 40. No? No, 41, sorry. Go to 41, let me see. Yes, Psalm 41. Read it with me. Oh, I can't hear you. So watch it. The one who considers the poor, he is what? He's blessed. So anybody who considers the poor is blessed. The Lord will deliver him in time of what? Trouble. That's why I told you that you give to the poor to get yourself out of trouble. Because God is interested in the poor. Amen. Okay, continue for me. Verse 2. The Lord will not only deliver you, but what? The Lord will preserve him. And number 3, keep him what? Alive. And number 4, he will be blessed on the earth. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow. Eh? You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. Do you know that you've got enemies? It's like, you know you've got enemies. They'll laugh at you, but you've got enemies. Your wedding day, even some of your enemies came. Yeah. They came to see what you were going to wear. Yeah. When I was married, see, people came to see the kind of woman I was married. And some also came to see the kind of man she was married. Even her boss. So, why are you married? Say, hey, pastor, pastor, who are and when he came and he saw by the grace of God the suit I wore, he said, oh, uh, he changed his mind. I said, the man, he said, he runs an office. Yeah, yeah, people just come. 
Never think that everybody smiling with you likes you. Yeah. Pretentious smiles. Yeah. Yeah. But may the Lord deliver you from pretenders. Yeah. I said, may the Lord deliver you from pretenders. Yeah. All those who have planned to kill you and to destroy you, may the Lord deliver, may their hands become weak. Yeah. When they plot evil, the moment they stand there, may they begin to shake. Yeah. Whatever they do, may it fall and may it be totally displaced. Amen. And be disarrayed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That says that the Lord will preserve him. May the Lord preserve you. Amen. And may the Lord keep you alive. Amen. And may you be blessed on the earth. Amen. On the earth. It didn't say in heaven, no. You know, not in heaven, on the earth. So it means that as you are taking care of people, God will bless you on earth. And if God is blessing you, the blessing of the Lord maketh what? Oh, why do you think Kwame does fight his blessed? Yeah. And I'm sure it's today that probably they are displaying it like that and trumpeting it. But he's been doing it. So don't get up and say, me, I don't have, I don't have. In your own small way. In your own small way. When Uncle Clement first seriously sick, one of the visions he had, the revelation, I showed that they were pulling him, forces pulling him and the children in the church were also drawing him into the church because he gave them toughies. Mm. Yes, he was giving them toughies. That man, that man has a testimony. Doctors gave up on him. The way they showed him up, they showed him, they left, they left him. They showed him up. He said, wait, they tell, this man, he's, he's like, a, he's, a, he's only a dead body. Like, but he got up. He, up to today, in 37 hospital, He's a sign and a wonder. And they, they said, the doctor, one of the doctors said, when he heard, I was there to pray. He said, when I heard that man, he's called me young man. Because that time I didn't have gray. He said, when I saw the young man, the way the pastor was praying, were stepped up to try to do something. Oh. So even when they did, they sold God, they think they, they, so they didn't even show him well. Yes. So later then they had to go and do, yes. They didn't show him. But his good works. Who say we need, we need, we need, uh, what do I mean? Cement. And at his age, he would still try and give some cement. He would try to do this. He would try to do that. And like he said the other day, there's no place that that man goes, no traveling, no whatever, that he will not say that I'm going here or there and receive blessing. Yeah. And his house. Do not listen. Don't go and stay in places without prayer. Some place you know you have found a house. No, you're going. Have found there's a place I have to go. You do no place. Listen, let me tell you. There are even places that are cursed. In in Bible, where David, where Saul. I'm going to teach you that later. Where Saul and Jonathan fell and died. David cursed the place. Mangiboa. And up to now, nothing grows there. Yes. So no matter your agricultural skill, fertilizer and things, that is why everything doesn't work just everywhere. Are you following me? Yeah. And that's why some of those things, there must be, something must approach some prayers and some whatever. It's not everything that way. Are you learning something here? Ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm not out of word. Somebody say Job didn't come on. I think uh, I have to close. When I see the eyes of this man, uh, he's fighting. Uh, uh, he's fighting. Uh, this is how the eyes look like. Uh, uh, but we have to close. I was going to show you what made Job a great person in some of those things. Eh? You, see, you see, some of us, all we want is maybe some hands to be laid and uncool. But when you understand some of these principles, it will change your life. It's true. It will change your life. When we started going to the village and we were giving things and go, I know what it did for us as a church. That's when, that's when a lot of breakthroughs started happening to the church members. When we started a church, nobody had a I had a car. And I started prophesying cars. The people have this and that and that. Started cars started coming in. And later I started prophesying four wheelers. And that's what going and go, we are giving the little we had our 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 money, our uh, clothing or whatever, God started turning people's fortunes around. May your fortunes be turned around Amen. for good and for glory. Amen. May God bless your home. Amen. Bless your family. Amen. May he be the lifter up of your head. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe I... I I think, I think we basically exhausted it. Is that right? The last one is love. Working in love. Amen. Yeah. We'll see how the Lord leads us. So, may we stand to our feet and pray. Pray that may these qualities be ingrained in your life. May God anoint you. Cause these things to happen in your life. In Jesus Christ's name. Sabra do you have the words there? Okay, let's sing it together. One, two. Huh? We are talking about perseverance.
Bible says in Isaiah 3 10, say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. So I say to you, it shall be well with you. When the storms of life come, wrap yourself with the word of God and know that God is going to see you through. For the Lord says, Lo, I am with you always. All the ways. Matthew 28, verse 20. He's with you always. Somebody always. And in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, he said, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor in the Lord is never in vain. Tell your friend, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing that your labor in the Lord is never in vain. There's food for you. Amen. Hallelujah. One receiver offering.